You know they want staring point, you know we straight to the point Boy Chris with assist, fast breaks like a joint splitting half Boy J with the J, we throwing heat, no gas, that's a touchdown pass You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Now they hardly can guard me like Dirk fade away You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Yeah, you know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the straight to the point Amy76, bringing us into episode number 144 I'm straight to the point. My name is Chris here. My guy, J-Dub. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And all that optimism I had in the last episode about the Sixers is completely out the window because they stink. The organization stinks. Everyone there stinks. Doc is gone. Harden should be next. And there's a lot of questions around my favorite team, unfortunately. We're also talking about John Morant. You know, Instagram living it up again with the firearms, allegedly. Um, we'll talk about the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. You know, I really don't want to acknowledge the Eastern Conference Finals like the Sixers. I don't want to act like it exists. But we'll have to talk about Boston and Miami Part 3. We'll talk about Lakers-Nuggets rematch. We'll talk about whether or not the bubble has beaten the bubble allegations. I've been saying it. I've been saying it. But, Jared, something else I've been saying for a long time is that I want Doc sent to China. And it looks like he may go to Taiwan with Dwight Howard, but he's not coaching the Philadelphia 76ers next year. He gets fired. Harden pretty much told him it's either him or me. The Sixers may end up with neither next year. And they're back to where they started. They wasted 10 years on the process and got no further than where they started. Jared, they fired Brett Brown because Justifiable. they couldn't get out the second round. Yep. They bring in top 75 all-time great coach Doc Rivers. Air quotes. Did, did I was my inflection not air quote enough? No, no, no. I feel like I'm the sorry. asterisk. Can we I wish we had an imaginary asterisk just to go next to that asterisk? Bing. Bing. And he got as far as Brett Brown. Brett Brown actually got closer. Than Doc Rivers. If we talk about game wise, in game game wise, yeah. in game, he got closer than Doc yeah. Rivers. He got closer. For all of this, you could have kept Brett. Nah. No, nah. no, no. For all of this, you could have kept Brett. Nah, because Brett, coaching wise, you could have did. You could have kept Brett for that. You lose Brett, you fire him because he made the single handedly. No, 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 no. Worst no, thing you could it. ever do. He, he didn't do it. He didn't do that. He did yes, not do that. Yes, he, did he did. That. No, that was ownership. And Brett took the fall for that. I had no doubt in my mind ownership made that call. You know why? Because the ownership stinks on the Sixers. Josh Harris stinks. He's going to ruin the Washington Commanders. And good luck to him. Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment has ruined the Philadelphia 76ers. Man. Continue. Continue. You know darn well one. We do not care how the commander's organization is ruined beyond repair. We don't care. Come on. You you said that I, just I don't I don't, don't care, know. but I care. Brett Brown ruined because that. Josh Harris stinks. I don't Josh Harris probably input aside, that was a Brett Brown decision to trade for Zaire Smith. It's because he's from a Greg Pop coaching tree. He thought he saw something in Zaire Smith. He was wrong. Vastly wrong. Mind you, this is the same dude that was brought in when we were trying to bring Jay Wright from Villanova. We brought in Brett Brown. Brett Brown 
messed up. That McKill Richardson, thing, he messed up so horrendously bad. He was never keeping the job after that. That that was it's still five years the, later. Hold on, hold on, one of the worst decisions ever. Hold on, hold on, hold on. GM history. Hold on. He shouldn't have been in that position to begin with. You know why? Who, who told because Brian Colangelo to be having a burner account or his wife had a burner account? Who told but Brian Colangelo shouldn't have been there. The NBA medal, the NBA medal with Hinky, all right? Just because because Hinky outright didn't deny it and danced around it like Sam Presti does now, yeah, right? Sam Presti's doing Hinky's the, the one same that had the burner account. No, 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 no. Colangelo had the burner account. You were right. I was right. You were right. They pushed Hinky out the door. Yes. Because they're like, yo, you can't intentionally, like, you know, do this. But he, meanwhile, we got teams like Detroit intentionally doing this. Charlotte intentionally. Teams that stink and have stunk for years, right? Well, if you talk about it in tonight, 2020, in hindsight now, Chris, look, they still didn't get what they wanted, and they tanked intentionally. Okay, whatever. I'm not, I'm not even arguing that point. My point is Adam Silver didn't come in and put his big – Giant feet in the middle of the room and say, no, he ain't put his foot down on that. But he put his foot down on the Sixers. And, you know, hindsight, whatever. At the time, people were like, rightfully so, whatever, okay? You bring in Colangelo, who flamed out everywhere else he was at and was riding the coattails of his father's reputation. Yes. All right, I'm all for nepotism, but you got to have something to bring to the table. And he had none of that. He had some tweets about the best player that the Sixers have had since Allen Iverson left the door, all right? Then, hold on, then, on top of that, gets pushed out the door. Here comes Elton Brand. Who knows? Allegedly, Elton was the was a puppet for, the, for higher up. Whatever. I'm not even going to go into that. But Elton made bad decisions. On top of, yes. He made on one good of, decision, then bad decisions afterwards. On, bad decisions on top of other bad decisions, okay? At least when Colangelo got the job, the, the Sixers had assets. The Sixers have nothing no, right we're, now. We're they, they have the Sixers have taken the ETS off of assets, and that's all they have, and that's all they are. The Sixers have nothing. Brett killed it with the McHale thing again. Doc comes in. No, me and Chris both vehemently said we didn't win Doc. We know who we won at the time. He's a loser as well, looking like a Clippers organization. But still, we still would rather, much rather have him at this point than Doc. Doc comes in and has had a better win record in his past three years than Brett Brown has ever had with the Sixers. Whatever, I could care less. Brett Brown also was there during the process. But no, but here's the Obviously, thing, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Brett had a 250 win seasons. Now, listen, I'm not saying Brett was the end-all, be-all with the Sixers, okay? I'm not saying Brett is this amazing coach. But the the what you got for Doc? What you think, Doc? You got the same thing. I, you, you, all you got was a slightly better offense, but look at the talent that Embiid had. But here's here's the problem. Brett had Embiid. It's just not the same. At least when Brett had an offensive play or whatever, guys moved. We had had more shooters. Not guys stand around and look. Rosters were so different. Like to this day, best six rosters. But here's the thing. Every Sixer roster, even the, the one you say the best Sixer roster with Bellinelli and Ilias or whatever. Best Sixer roster we ever had. That roster is flawed. That roster has flaws. They have yet to build a competent roster around Joel Embiid. Which is so and hard to do. Whether and now here's the question. Can you build, what can you do to build around Embiid? You can at this point unless you get a wing. We've never had a wing for Embiid. They got a, a wing they allegedly making $180 million. That's not the wing player we need. 
to give you two points in a game I mean, six. You you've been you you was, you you defending him for the long. That's not the wing player we needed. The wing player we brought in that we should have kept. Elton Brand's decision not to bring him back might have been influenced by owners, like Chris said. Ben Simmons also was a huge influence of that. The wing player we need to keep gone. Tobias is your consolation prize. They had horrible they decision, had, Josh. They Richardson. had the solution horrible. in the building. Yeah, he was they there. had him in the building. We let him walk. He's been to now three conference finals in the past three years, and we haven't seen one, sniffed one. And he, we probably would have went the following year if we re-signed him. If we had paid him Jimmy Butler the money, I'll say his and name. You know and you know what's the problem? That he was, was locked in for be, us. That was, was supposed to be the run-it-back team. Yeah, and he was locked in. Like, he was ready to come back. The dude, like, a lot of people don't know, and I don't know, uh, Sixers fans know. A lot of people outside the media don't know that, and the media is the people that listen to podcasts and no sports. Jimmy Butler had a house. In Delaware, he had just bought it. Literally that offseason, he had just bought the house. He put the he would put his payments in. He was there to be staying for Philadelphia. The only reason why he put that house in, he because not like you just buy houses in Delaware to say, oh, I'm coming back to Pennsylvania or Philadelphia. No, he did that because he was going to stay with the city of Philadelphia. And then he found out weeks later we weren't bringing him back, or we we're going to pay him the 185, but we paid Tobias 180. And he, Jimmy wanted to guarantee money. Whatever. Stupid decision by Ellen Brand, which is why Ellen Brand got demoted. He's now a figurehead GM when we know Daryl Moore is making other decisions. Look how that's working out. We're about to be the Rockets 4.0 because they've had five different chances of being the Rockets. It's not working out. If Harden being like Harden ended up on Instagram today saying analysts aren't really analysting or whatever, the experts don't really aren't really experts. I guess he's trying to deny a little bit of the allegations that he's the reason why they got rid of okay, Doc. Okay. We that's know fine. they were getting rid of that's, Doc. Doc that's had to fine. Be Hold on. Let me let me let me take that point right there. You don't have to be an analyst nor an expert to understand that he played like garbage that in game a, seven. You don't have to be an no no no. Hold on. You don't, don't have to be an analyst. Trash. You don't have to be an analyst or expert to understand that he quit. They all quit. He, he quit. Joe quit. They all everybody quit. quit. Understand. And I think, you know what? And I've come to terms with this, with this team, right? It's not that they lost to Boston, all right? Everybody knows that Boston had a better team, better roster, better, more constructed organization than the Sixers. Always have and seemingly always will, okay? It's the fact that they quit and rolled over on national television in game seven when the game was tied at 55 in the third quarter and they lost by how much, Jared? 32, I think. Might have been a little bit more. It was bad. It was bad. And then you had a chance. You're tied at 55, but you Jason Tatum demoralized that. Not even that, right? Game six, they had Boston on the ropes. And they folded Clear that path to Maxi. Sixers had plenty of chances to put Boston away and couldn't. Yep. Sixers are an unserious franchise, allergic to winning. Poverty Not at its finest. I come at the Kings so much, but poverty. Sixers on the list with the Kings of poverty. Poverty. No, 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 okay. Let's not be. Let's not be. We're let's poverty. not be hyper. Let's not be hyperbolic. Okay. Sixers after '83, garbage. Sixers historically. Historically, no, no, historically, but yeah. I, I, I wasn't but, alive for. But, but let's talk. But let's talk historically, okay? Historically, they get their asses kicked by Boston every time. Historically, yeah, the they can't ever. get over. They can't get over the hump ever. Historically, they are losers. Going back to Wilt, going back to Iverson, and now with Joel and B, all losers. Losers, when it comes to matters most, they come up small. They've come up small since they traveled from Syracuse to Philadelphia and became the 76ers. 
team stinks. Stinks. The same rant to say they stink. We we know this. We we've known this for a while. We had a team has stunk since seventeen seventy six. Blew it again. It's the same Sixers. And at this point, your only option is what do you have? You have no options if you're the Sixers. Blowing it up won't help because nobody's taking the players we need them to take. So let, but hold on, hold on. Let me let me counterpoint with that because I I talked to Hemi seventy six. We had a you know we had our our, our at a pre show kind of run through with him. I don't know why he be chatting. I don't know. He had a good point. All right, let and, me hear. Hear me. Hear me out. Hear me out. There's a rumor, or there's plenty of rumors that Harden wants to force his way to Phoenix. Correct. Correct. No, I don't know. I we don't. I we don't know. But, it, but they're the out there. Rumor, but they're out it's there. out there. All right. Okay. So now, what's stopping Phoenix from just signing D'Antoni and Harden forcing his way to Phoenix? It's, it's fully possible. Totally possible. Okay. He he me seventy six proposed a multi-team deal that eliminates all the problems that these each team has. Phoenix get rid, gets rid of Aiton. Sixers get rid of Harden and Tobe. And you find a team like, I don't know, Indiana to take on these contracts. Now, I'm not saying that they will. I'm not saying that, that it's possible. I'm not even saying it's going to happen. But I'm saying it's possible. If there's a team that needs to make a move, it's Phoenix because they need to get depth. Sixers are also in the same boat. They, they need depth. They have two guys. Or, in my opinion, now one and a half guys that you can rely on. You can throw Maxi in there, right? So two guys, whatever. But you need to get, you need to a get up off of that contract for Tobias Harris. Like yes, thirty nine million guaranteed. You have to. Phoenix wants to get. Phoenix is already going to unload Chris Paul. They should, or at least or sign him for less. They need to get. I don't think they. I don't think they want him back. And I think they want to get rid of Aiton. Well, we know we know Aiton doesn't he want to be wants, there. He, 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 he doesn't want to be there. If Harden is so pressed to get Dan Tony, what's stopping Phoenix from going and replacing Chris Paul with James Harden? James Harden A doesn't have to rely on the offense on him to produce offensively as much. He can just yeah. be a facilitator. If he that's doesn't have he to do that because Devin Booker can facilitate too. So he right, can, he he can he can stand around and be in the strip club in Phoenix all night. Who cares, right? Or, and, I mean, and and Philadelphia gets off of Tobias Harris's contract, and now they have some type of flexibility. The problem with the Sixers and, and with Phoenix is that they're locked up in these big deals with no depth, they have no guys. So now, what if you say like Jared? So let's say. Phoenix came to you and said, okay, we want we want Harden. We'll give up, I, I don't know, Shamit, a Kogi. Like, we'll give up these ancillary. We'll give up these pieces. I mean, this is all dependent on if Harden wants out. Like, if Harden wants out, the Sixers really have we have no their hands tied. They have, we, their hands, have no their hands are tied, right? Because he has an option, but he has to pick up the player option. Even okay, right. So they could they could sign and trade him or whatever. And that's and, only if he picks up the option. If he says no, I don't want it. Then but here's the thing, right? Ooh, two things two two things can be correct at the same time. The Sixers may not get over the hump with Doc, but they are. I mean, the way Harden looked, it's way too volatile. This is one of his better seasons. I'll give him that. Way too, too volatile. Two, two good games yeah, in Boston. Two but... good games in Boston, but he, but he, 
completely embarrassed himself the rest of the game. This rest of the series is bad. And again, age plays a factor in that. I don't again, I think this is why I said Human 76 would be Chad, because it's so impossible to make that deal work because there's too many moving pieces. Money just but, isn't there. But but here's the thing: Aiden Ooh. has a big contract, Harden has a big contract. No, see, Harden doesn't have a big contract. Remember, he took the uh, whatever, whatever. He has the money. He has money. But we're throwing Harden in as assuming that he would want out. If he if he allegedly said Doc or me, and they got rid of Doc, whatever. The only way but is but really if, leave this is, is Phoenix thing. Antonio. This Phoenix thing is popping up. This Houston thing is popping up. Is he really healthy? Is he really happy here? I think he wants. Does I he think, want to be here? I, I'm, I'll rebuttal that with another counter argument. Instead of the Sixers trying to renege on everything, at this point, you're bought in to the season. You're not with Harden, but you're just bought into the fact that you have to go superstar for superstar hunting at this point, unless you just go total rebuild, so which who, we don't know who, what they're going to do. Who is the superstar? You have they, an because option. If they, if they go superstar hunting, they have to get rid of Tobias Harris. You have, have to. you have an option to still move Tobias. Again, Tobias is where you'll probably get your weaker role players, right? A team will take Tobias. I don't know which team yet. Got to really look at rosters and where teams are at. But right oh, now, man, with the no. way the draft just no, – now that the draft's kind of folding out to you, kind of see what um, might take Tobias now. You have an option. A lot more feasible than Phoenix because Phoenix right now is deemed untouchable when you don't know where they're going as an organization, right? You don't know what coach they're bringing in. If it's San Antonio, then, yeah, maybe that entice Harden more, but the money's got to still be figured out. If Chris Paul says he'll come there back there for less – it depends on how much they're really trying to move off Chris Paul. Because if Chris Paul plays for less, then they'll keep him, to be honest. Like, if Chris Paul can get a slightly lower Kyle deal, they'll more than likely keep him as a starting point guard. So I ask you, so that's an optional point to make. Whereas Harden will probably, if he wants to go back to Houston so badly, you could entice him to do a three-team trade with the Portland Trailblazers, Rockets, Sixers. Why now? Because the Rockets just missed out on getting Victor Wembanyama, They just missed out on it. This gives Harden a chance to come back and be the star guy. You can now make a three-team trade where you get Dame go to the Sixers, Harden goes to the 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 the, the Rockets, and then you would end up trading the Rockets. Would get, the Trailblazers would get the Rockets first, and I'll pronounce Goon, and maybe a Kevin Porter Jr. or something like that, just the, in, the, in, the, in the full scale of rebuilding. But how the hell does, does Dame end up in the Sixers then? You would then Dame would end up with Sixers because you're you would flop your foot flop in. Why, why the hell would Portland do that? That's if Dame was this for now. This only goes if Dame was like, no, what, yo, I'm out. Because again, Dame has already publicly said the rebuilding's not for me when it comes to just getting young guys coming in and I, I'm supposed to stay here and build. Remember they shut Dame down the season because he was like, they're tanking, and he was like, I'm not even feeling this tank. So Dame's like, if I'm even going to play a couple more years of basketball, I want to play meaningful basketball. So if Dame this offseason was like, no, what, yo. Sixers got a fresh chance of getting a coach that I like. Because remember, he was iffy on the Charlie Billups thing anyway. Get a coach that he likes. You got a chance where he's like, I want out. He gives them their little list of names, but it's really the Sixers. Now you have this full storyline of, hey, we can make this move, and which is more feasible than it's hard in the Phoenix move because super teams are so hard to build now because of contracts. It's just yeah, but, but you're, you just built a super team for the Sixers. And you didn't you didn't unload Tobias. You didn't unload it, none of these big well, contracts. You, what's I mean again? What sort of team do we really for? Why would Portland get rid of Dane for a first Kevin Multiple Porter first. Kevin Multiple Kevin first. Porter Jr. and Sengun? Multiple first. Why would just, Houston? Why would Houston get up after? If I just watch 
Harden on Sunday look like that. I want him nowhere near my team. I don't care how many jerseys I'm going to – listen, I know Harden will get his jersey retired in Houston. I know yes. so he's going to get his accolades. I understand that, all right? Yep. I'm not arguing any of that. But I'm not giving up significant capital for that guy. I'm not. You, I, I'm I, not. Would, I wouldn't either yet. It seems that teams will still do it at, at a, a relatively good rate. It seems like that's the, what they're willing to do. Yeah, but that's stupid. That's a uh, six. That's a six. We never said GMs were start. That's we a six. Three thing to do. Looking in the rear view mirror as usual. If Houston had any 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 brains, right, in this hypothetical trade scenario, why the hell wouldn't I ask for Maxie? Why the hell wouldn't I ask for Anthony Simons? Why am I settling for James Harden? Six points, Harden. Because I because I'm thinking about the way the draft set up. The top what? Four, five picks, four picks would be no five picks. Spurs, Hornets, Trailblazers, Rockets, Pistons, right? If the Trailblazers like, yo, man, Dame's ready to be out. He's gone. Now six. No, that's how many points Harden had in game seven. Oh, it was horrible. Horrible game. And beat only had 15, so it's not like we can say much else. They were trash. Maxi was much better with 17. Tobias had his Let, first. Hold on, 15. hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop. Pause. I'm glad you mentioned Joel and B. Trash. I'm going to come back to this, this hypothetical trade scenario. Joel Embiid had the absolute worst performance of his life. Joel Embiid. Not of his life. Remember, he did put up a donut. I don't care. This, no, this is worse than the donut. Because at least in the donut, he didn't quit. He quit. He followed Harden and lowered his head and sulked and, and looked Look like that. I remember how many times I called Joe big, fat, sloppy, and slow. How many times did I say that? A bunch of times when you eat Chick fil A all day and it was 350 pounds. He looked like he was in concrete in game seven. Mm-hmm. Didn't move, flailing all over the place, sulking, bitching, and moaning. Looked horrible. He deserves every ounce of ridicule. Every meme, every yep. criticism, he deserves all of it. He all was it. garbage. Ah, one of the worst things I've ever seen. And then now you have the rumors of the Knicks and Joel Embiid heating up, which, again, every rumor is going to be possible now. Because at the end of the day, Sixers only have two options. You trade for another superstar or you blow it all the hell up. You only have two options. If somebody can find me a third that's relatively feasible. There, there is isn't. a third. There, there is a third. What's that? The third is to hire D'Antoni and to run this right back out on the floor next year. Which is then bringing back a supposed superstar. That's it. That's literally the, still the first option, though. you got to pay a superstar, which is still supposedly James Harden. You're paying him. You're bringing one in. That's option one. Option two is you go complete rebuild. You let you, – you beg. you got to basically, at this point, say Harden, we're trying to do a sign and trade to get some value back for you. Thanks. Embiid, we're trading you to whoever, Knicks, whoever – five first-round picks, because that's what he should be getting. For, he's MVP. You're going to get value for Embiid. Don't care how bad his game seven point was. And it was horrible. One of the – if Chris said the worst, I still think the donut's way worse, but at least he gave you heart. So, yeah, you can give me the semantics on that. You're going to get at least five picks for Embiid. Sure. Don't know where he goes. But that's – like, you only have two options. Process 2.0 or we're bought in to whatever we can do. Tobias is going regardless. Regardless of what anybody wants to tell me, he's going after this season. He's Tobias Harris, but learn Chinese. Because no, at the end of the day, a team's picking him up for the year. They can't. What, t- what team he going to, Jared? Orlando? No, I. 
If I give you five teams, Charlotte on the list. Charlotte's on the list. Charlotte was on my list immediately. Is there, they got the number two pick. What contender is on this list? There's no contender on the list. Exactly. Ah, I can give you one. Then I can take. Never mind. Who? Say I was. It. I was gonna say your your best best option if you're if they're Sixers. You got the Wizards. The Wizards would hang the phone up and laugh hysterically. I don't think they would, though. To be honest, I think they would do it more so because of why? The fact why they the have Sixers, Kuzma? Sixers would take Kuzma from them, and they would be like, "Why no, would they know? give up Kuzma for why would they Give him up for Tobe. And because they're stinks. So does Kuzma. Be honest, like they're both the same player. I'd rather have Kyle Kuzma right now than Tobias Harris. I'd much rather have that too, but some so teams so please be more me, Tobias than please tell me why Houston. I'm sorry, while Washington would take Tobias Harris, he would fit their system a little bit more than Kuzma does. Because remember, Kuzma's game is only predicated on his corner three point range around that perimeter. That's the all I'm saying. Tobias Harris cannot play in this NBA right now at all. It's he very cannot bad. play in this NBA. He, you cannot have like, a six nine, six nine. You know, three or four, whatever you want to call them. He's a four. Scared, scared to go to the hole. Yep. Can't shoot. Yeah, he can shoot. Mid range, post up fadeaways. He's a softer Demar Derozan, and Demar Derozan's finding his out in this league as well. I'd rather, be have, I'd rather have Demar Derozan a thousand times before I have oh, Tobias Harris. I mean, that way you said yes. like that. There's a, a thousand. A thousand. That's not hard to say. Who, who are you saying a thousand to? Like you make it that was disrespectful to DeRozan than it was anything else. DeRozan's better than him. DeRozan's been better than him for ten years, maybe twelve, depending on how long DeRozan's been in the league. Like first said that, like that was some way out of the line thing. But, to but say. you, but you know, there's some DeRozan's people who way better some, than him. But there's some people who there's use DeRozan. No, there's no Tobias no, 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 Harris not, stands in this world. Not no, not there's as. No. Not as, not as, I'm not saying he's better. The Rosen fans might slander you for even just saying that. Like, you may seem like the Rosen was some mid level guy that you're like, no, I'm but there's people, but there's people who view the Rosen as a mid level guy now. No, 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 no. no he's getting, people. he's getting older. He's on a team that may blow it up. There's people that view Duncan Robinson as mid level. And I'm now, you tell me, Chris, you the way you just said, I'd rather take the Rosen. That's why you say about Duncan Jared, Robinson. I'm cool Jared, with that. Jared, Jared, do not, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't put. Don't make it seem like I'm sitting here making it seem like DeRozan just and Duncan me. Robinson are on the same accord. They're not. No, 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 no. no, no, no. That's, that's what I'm listen. saying. That's that's what you're making my point but, for me. But just, but saying. you don't have to clarify that. No one in their right mind is making that connection. I feel like you was really disrespecting DeRozan there because the, 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 the bias Harris of it all, he's trash. I don't. Even, honestly, you can't name me five players you're taking before Tobias. Oh, oh, yeah, Tobias should take it over. I'm sorry, I can't name five players at this moment. Oh, never mind. I'm taking Tobias over Harrison Barnes. I'm not. Yeah, Harrison Barnes really? would shoot a three and not hesitate. True. Damn, you got me there. Go ahead. Yeah. What's the next player? Dylan Brooks. I take Tobias over Dylan Brooks. Wouldn't hesitate. To, at least Dylan Brooks can play defense. Next. You got me there. Uh, damn. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Like, at this point, like, where, who do we take? Who can I take that would take? Oh. I would, I would, um, there's some young Zach Collins. I'm taking Tobias over Zach Collins. If I'm just thinking, you Zach name. Collins can at least give me a board. Next, Tobias give you seven rebounds now. Next, 
Zach Tyler's not making 180 million dollars. That is next. true. Which is next. Uh, all right. So now let's go to contract wise. Same same room. No, I'd rather Julius Randle. And there's I no like, one. There's no one with a worse contract. I take Tobias before I take John Collins. They're both wrong. Bad. Wrong. I will take John Collins. No, you wouldn't. John Collins would finish at the rim. He would dunk the ball. He would Tobias dunk the ball. Harris loses the ball with two hands and flails and gets no call. Move on, move on, Jared. I'm getting mad. Move on, move on. The flail got me though. The whole team do this. Whole team got bro. When Harden lost the ball, Harden lost the ball and threw his hands up and got a flagrant because he slapped him in the face. (laughs) He literally stiff armed him in the face. Yo, the leg with the the, the leg grab. You know what? Hold 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 on, hold on. I'm actually not mad at the Niang leg grab because because here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing that's a Boston that's a Boston thing to do because you know a guy on Boston would do that right yeah six sixes need guys like that yeah no at least Niang tries he was probably sneaky and didn't work with Paul Niang should have started the last two games when you put uh, Robert Williams in the starting lineup but whatever. DJ hit his threes early, and guess who else hit his threes afterward? No one, because no. the team stinks. Niang pulled a sneaky Mike Scott move, and this is why we kind of like Mike Scott. We knew he wasn't that good, but we liked oh, the, the aggressive. I, res- like I respect Mike Scott, all I right? Respect what Mike he did. Scott might be a be a Washington football fan, and he's willing to fight for his freedoms. I appreciate that. But no, man. I, again, the Sixers, I, don't, I, I personally don't even know where the Sixers go. I, know, I mean, I know where they go. The hell, that's Hardy. where they go. Thank hell. you. Dan Harder will more likely be in the Sixers. It's bad. Stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned for more but, slander of the Sixers. Chris, we're going to be probably wrapping the show up soon. I just want to throw this out there now. I, I can't I've even talk it. about sports anymore. The Sixers <laughs> have ruined it. So, <laughs> I, think I've, I think I've said it multiple times, but the Spurs were now announced as the number one pick for the NBA draft coming up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think I told you personally. Pop plus Victor Webinyama equals future Hall of Famer. Pop has never not had a Hall of Fame big. He's never not turned a big man into either a relatively good one or a stout, put a superstar big Hall of Fame. Right. But the problem is, Pop is now older than what he was. But he's adapted to the NBA. No, no, I get it. But how long will he want to? This is the problem I have with Dan Tony. How long will you want to coach? Like, Dan Tony's in his mid seven. I don't care about Dan Tony, but Pop Pop is in his. Pop is in his mid seven. I hope health wise, knock on wood, Pop can yeah. coach for another three years or so, four years. But, but man, this but is the building block that Webin Yama needs. But who's to say that, that it completely doesn't fall off a cliff once Pop leaves? Now, I'm not saying it's. No, no, no. It, it, yeah. it, well, it depends on who's there. It depends on who's taking over for him. If it's Brett Brown, it's so, the cliff. The badge. Can you imagine Brett ending up with the Spurs as hey. the head coach? Look, yuck. Victor will probably be one of the trade pretty soon that season. But I think I'm just thinking about it. I hope again, Pop can coach. I hope he's willing to coach a couple more years. But right. this is the building blocks a young player like Vemiyama needs, where Pop's known for doing very well in national play as well. Miles Nobly, Boris Dial and all Dallas Twitter. He he don't Tim Duncan, not Tony Parker. Like these are guys that he's known. I'm mad doing. you mentioned Tiago Twitter before you mentioned Tim Duncan. Oh, I'm gonna say I, I started doing mediocre guys first to build up to the superstars that he's had because like you ain't even, he real, made, you ain't even named the real mediocre guys like Nazi Muhammad and Rasho Nesterovic. But like just think about like the that. guys that he's really turned into like Boris Dio. These I didn't name Boris Dio. These guys that he's made they made name for themselves through this pop system and now pop is either adapted to the times as well where 
guys like a Kelton Johnson, Jeremy Sokin, uh, uh, Zach. They had pieces. They had Zach Maskell. They they look good though. They like this was a team that was playing. They had won like almost like twelve games like the season, and we're like, yo, they're doing the Jazz. What's going on? Then the tank came away. Okay, we're back to earth. The Jazz decided not to let the tank come, like I said, but the Spurs did, and they got what they wanted, which is Victor Wembanyama. They won the sweepstakes for him. There's no messing this up now. You, you know he's the number one pick for sure. Like, you know, the, the little corny rumors are going to come out saying, oh, man, school Henderson, Pop really likes him. It's not happening. <laughs> unless miraculously, Joel says, I want to go play for Pop. Um, unless, no, unless Wembenyama pulls his John Morant, he's getting the first over. He's the first overall pick. And speaking of Ja, the suspension, Chris, will be coming for him. I know we're wrapping the show soon, but he will be getting suspended by the NBA soon. There's no oh, deser- allegedly. No, deservedly, deservedly so. so. Nigga, it was like the gun was there. Deservedly so. His, his Listen, friend, whoever that is, tried to hide it, put it. We saw it. We all saw the problem, it. The problem There's is, no the problem is, why did he do it? He just doesn't care. At, the, at he, this point, that's what I believe. He just doesn't care. Yo, if you, if it's going, if anything, if I'm doing anything that's going to cost me $200 million plus, I'm not doing it. Especially after you had a chance where they gave you your little warning, they gave you your eight-day suspension, eight-game suspension, sorry, and they gave you your rehab and your treatment that you supposedly said, I'm going to do better, I'm going to be better, and yet you still turn around and do it again. And Ja, ja at this point, I don't think he's – people say he deserves to be sent for the year. No. 20 games, excuse me. 20 games, sure, yeah, because the league has to now really punish him to showcase there's a merit, There's a, there is going to be punishment that fits the crime – He's going to get punished for sure. Now, does Ja end up still doing something like this more again? Does this hurt him financially? Yes. Now this, the Grizzlies won't have to give him the mega deal that they were supposed to be giving him. There's uh, rumors that Nike might be ended pulling out with him. We don't know how confirmed it is. I, I'm not going to put any speculation on that, but I do know for a fact that Ja Morant messed up again. This is another big mess up as a guy that's supposed to be a role model and icon. And the gun situation at this point, I don't, you don't really know what to do. The NBA is going to have to figure that out, but he will be suspended to start the season. You're, I'm expecting a minimum of 20 games. 20 games of seeing minimum. It needs to be like 25-30, honestly. Because if you, I'm not, you repeatedly, you've met with the commissioner. Yep. You've already been suspended. Yep. And you turn around and do the same thing all over again. Yeah, you're not a repeat offender, and you had warnings and chances. It you're an idiot. Sense. You yep. are an idiot. And it's, it's it's just, man, it's, it's disappointing to see knowing that you've had a chance and your team's good. Like, you have a good basketball team. You now got rid of the Dylan Brooks issue, and now you're becoming the issue. So maybe Dylan Brooks was the scapegoat that was yeah, hiding the whole John Morant thing. Maybe Dylan Brooks' villainous, villainy was supposed to be the what the team needed to hide the fact that John was acting out. And this might not – like, this might have just been what he had to do. But, yeah, now but the, problem is, the problem is Memphis can't – Memphis can't move forward. Nope. John's going to hold them back. And I don't think – You're not going to be available. Nope. 25 games is crazy. And if he's not 25 games, again, this team has won games. I don't, I, now I do not think they really will win a lot of games without Ja going this season because, again, the West is only getting better. Teams are only getting better. And they're going to be stagnant because either you, you still have to figure out if you're going to pay Ja or not, and then who do they bring in for agency while going that they're not playing with the superstar guy that they were coming to go play with, right? Knowing that he's going to be out 25 games. like. At this point, it's just you're in a bad situation. There's no win, but there's no win. Speaking of no win, let's talk about the Eastern Conference Finals real quick. Let's give a quick prediction. Give me Heat and seven. Yes, I think. I hope hope the God is Heat and seven. I'm thinking. I think it's going to be a rematch of the bubble. Heat versus Lakers again. I tell you, the bubble was the best basketball. Some of the Uh it was only basketball. That's all they focused on. It was some of the best we've seen. Now we have the NBA involved. And look at those teams back. It's the same four teams from the bubble. 
Jared, tell me, tell not me how, like, tell me how likely. Please come on now with the not bubble. Not come on with the bubble. The bubble no. was not real. The bubble, the bubble was real. Bubble was bubble was fake. Okay, Top bubble was fake. Top fake, fake hoops. Fake hoops. Well, now if LeBron wins this ring, the bubble the bubble ring was validated. The Mickey Mouse ring. Wow. Jared, <laughs> so you had your prediction of. He is Lakers. seven in the East. Lakers are seven as well. Lakers are seven. So you think both conference finals are going seven. Yeah. I think it's Nuggets and six. The more I think about it, you know, I, I think the Lakers pose a, a tough matchup for, for the Nuggets because of the similar bigs or whatever. But I think Jokic is playing well. The Denver, unlike the Sixers, have really learned how to build around their big. Well, is that man's playing superb. Thirty he's playing, points. He's averaging thirty points in the playoffs. Like he's playing, out playing, his for, playing phenomenally. Um, so hopefully we can see our big in Philadelphia take that same leap. Huh. Uh, huh. Uh, I think the Celtics beat the Heat, but I really do not wish the Celtics any positivity whatsoever. I wish them nothing but negativity. Um, call me a hater. Call me what you want. I wish nothing but the worst for Boston. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't gonna root for Boston if they want beat Never. us, which they did. I'm not gonna root for them now. I'd rather see Jimmy get the ring that I hope he rightfully deserves. I'd rather see Jimmy win than Boston have anything nice. I'd rather see Jimmy throw it in Philadelphia's faces. He should. Yes. Get the, this yes. over me now. Go yep. win the ring. And yep. once you win the ring, one invalidates his Hall of Fame status. I believe Jimmy Butler will be considered in the Hall of Fame. He wins his ring finally. I think I think the argument could be there because we already called him like a playoff superstar, but they never yeah. really validated him without a ring. But three conference, three almost three straight conference finals, he missed a year. That's very hard to do. He did by himself. He wins this ring, solidified himself as one of the better players in the NBA, and it will solidify that the Sixers are the dumbest organization going forward. And with that being said, thank y'all for listening to another episode of Straight to the Point. If you liked what you hear, please tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend to call the Sixers. And tell them they stink. They got Make sure you, yeah, garbage, garbage. Uh, unserious organization, one of my favorite lines. Uh, make sure you follow Straight to the Point on all your favorite socials at STTP Podcast. Make sure you follow me at underscore Chris Cross. Follow me at underscore Jada Hughes. Definitely follow the podcast. Big things coming. Man, I wish you could say big things coming for the Sixers, but they're not. So, well, we got a couple guests coming through. We're going to have some big things awaiting us. Straight to the Point, serious organization. Sixers, not. Nice.